How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Yes, it is the overnight crowd here on SEN, your home of sport crystal clear through the SEN app, of course, and through your digital radio dials. Paul Sebastiani in the studio with you here in Melbourne town, taking you up to 3 a.m. tomorrow morning, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings time. We were just joined by John O'Baruch to chat all things T20 World Cup. And now we're going to focus on the round ball. It was a huge weekend of Premier League action, and it was all, of course, brought to you on the SEN airwaves through the SEN Premier League show, and thanks to the audio and thanks to the crew at Talk Sport. But our resident Pommy is going to hop on the line in a moment's time to chat all things round ball in England and the build-up for England, the three lines into the FIFA World Cup. It is Mr. Dan Williams at Pommy and Oz. Check out all his social handles, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, namely YouTube, to check out all all these fantastic videos. Uh, Pommy, a very good evening to you, my friend. Uh, what a weekend of Premier League it was, mate. Oh, it was for some. Yeah, it was a <laughs> great weekend for your boys um, and the, and the uh, Geordies uh, deep up north. But yeah, it was uh, intriguing. A lot of uh, questions asked of sides, some uh, answering them. And some maybe some question marks just uh, appearing about them at the moment. I think so. Okay, so let, let's talk about my boys, the Arsenal, the mighty Arsenal. I, I think I think they were the story of the weekend, uh, and probably your boys as well, Manchester United. But let, let's start about uh, let's start with Arsenal. They're the gatekeepers to Manchester City winning this league at the moment. I think. And uh, look, I, I I'm looking at this Premier League title and thinking, well, you know, there's. Uh, there's just so many teams. I think, oh, we've just lost you, Pommy. Have we got you back on yeah, the line? There we go. <laughs> We're just getting into Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think, and and I was just mentioning Arsenal as the gatekeeper of, of the Premier League title for Manchester City. And I think they were the story of the weekend, the Gunners, just the way they dominated Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. It was that old famous scoreline, 1-0 to the Arsenal, but it, it was a purely dominant display from the Gunners. It was indeed, wasn't it? I mean, fourteen shots to five kind of paints the picture, doesn't it? It was, it was almost like we've gone back in time before the Russian oil money with Chelsea, <laughs> and it was a proper derby there, and they were clinging on for dear life, and Arsenal were strutting their stuff. I mean, a lot's been said about your back four. Um, is Gabriel a Premier League centre back? Would Saliba be be the partner? Could Ben Wright play out wide? But I'll tell you what, them three we've named were sensational, weren't they? Oh, they absolutely incredible. William Saliba being uh, named man of the match in that game against Chelsea. I mean, he, would he have to be, if not the most informed Premier League, you know, centre-back, he'd have to be almost, I'd, I'd argue to say he is the best centre-back in the Premier League at the moment. I'd say in the Premier League, yeah, he'd be right on top of his game, isn't he? I mean, he's... He, he, he just looks unbeatable at the moment. And, you know, watching Gabriel and Saliba as well, the danger from the set pieces as well, they're mm. invariably getting ahead to the ball over any player. It's a, it's a devastating thing to see at the moment. And I'll tell you what, Saliba's come from nowhere, hasn't he? He was on loan last year 
Arteta's shown the faith, and he's looking like prime Rio Ferdinand at times. <laughs> he is. He's looking like a freak at the moment. And I think Mikel Arteta's, you know, he was vindicated in his decision to to send him out on loan to, to France, to, to League One, to build his, you know, to, to develop him, you know, as a fully-fledged Premier League centre-back. And it's he seems to be reaping the rewards at the moment. And it's a lovely combo. You've got the left-footed centre-back in Gabriel and, and the right-footed strong centre-back of William Saliba. And, uh, well, let, let's get on to maybe Gabriel Jesus, who he hasn't really been in the goals as much for Arsenal in the last couple of weeks, but he, he is the Mikel Arteta prototype for work rate and setting the press. And I know you being a, a very keen analyst of all things round ball, Pommy, I, I would assume that, uh, that gets you uh, that gets you up and about when you see you know number nines doing doing what he does from a work rate perspective. Oh, he works incredibly hard. He drops so deep. He makes himself available for the midfield. He invariably drops so deep that he's an outlet for party, who's their most defensive midfield. The, the space he creates in behind himself as well. Selfless running for Saka to get involved as well. Saka feasts on that little dummy run he makes. Um, the goals all come, but I mean, he had his opportunities. He was probably unlucky not to put them away, if we're honest. Yeah, absolutely spot on. I think you're spot on with regards to the goals. The goals will eventually come if if he does keep putting in uh, putting in the work. Uh, speaking of putting in the work, Eric Ten Hag is uh, having his work cut out for him at the moment. Uh, Unai Emre said uh, good evening to uh, Manchester United in his first game. With uh, with Aston Villa, what, what did you make of United's performance? It just it just seems to be stop start stop start for the Red Devils this season. Slow, just lack of energy at times, doesn't it? It's very one dimensional. When United have the ball at the moment, you kind of know what you're going to get. You kind of can tell how that ball's going to go as well. It's it, it's a concern. I mean, we, we've got the injuries at United at the moment, but I think the one thing is this one-touch passing seems to desert United when the pressure comes and they overuse the ball. The Van der Beek experiment didn't work. He looked hopeless. Christian Eriksen isn't a central defensive midfielder. There's... <laughs> It seems like at the moment Ten Hag is a little bit like Eddie Jones in the rugby at the moment. <laughs> he's he's putting a lot of square pegs in round holes when maybe what he needs to do is probably not what he wants to do. And I, I hate to bag him because he's a legend of the game, but CR7 leading the line is uh, not the answer for United. Uh, what is going on with CR7, Pommy? What, what's happening with him? Oh, well, the sands of time are undefeated, aren't they? Father time. <laughs> It would feel that way. Do they have to sell him in the winter transfer period? Yeah, I think while he's there, he kind of demands to play, doesn't he? But, Mm. I mean, the movement from him, he spends half his time offside in an offside position, hoping to wander onside. Uh, He was very disappointing this weekend, I thought. He he had a half a chance, which the Ronaldo of old would have took that one away, and it was suddenly 2-2, and United are purring. It's a worry, and he's—I think the thing for me with Ronaldo is he's a—he's a frustrated figure. He's—we don't see this side of him back in the day. He's always wanted to win, but now he looks mentally shot. So I mean, maybe it's time for him to graze gracefully in Portugal at Sporting Lisbon. I think <laughs> maybe go, 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 go back to maybe it's retirement time for for CR7 or, or time to go to 
go to the pastures out to the field where he can collect the, well, I mean, it's, it's not really a retirement check for him. He's set for life, obviously, but I think time away from Manchester United is looking, is looking imminent for him. But uh, let, let's focus on, on FIFA World Cup, Pommy, the, the three Lions, England, much has been made of, of Gareth Southgate and, and his tenure as, as the, as the senior manager for England. Uh, what, what happens with this squad? What, what are you looking for from a three Lions perspective? I'm hoping for bold mm. and uh, expecting same old, same old. I mean, he came out today and said that Ben White was on the radar but may may travel, but he wasn't giving anything away. And for me, that's alarming. Ben White should be, him and Tamore should be the first two names on that team sheet if he's going for a, the back three. Both of them in sensational form for Milan and for your boys, Arsenal. Well, both your boys. Uh, you pick a centre-back, you do, Paolo. So, I mean, <laughs> he's named his provisional 50-man squad and there's some names there that just make you cringe. I mean, the fact that Harry Maguire was top of the list, uh, I have to say, uh, I had to sit down and have a cup of tea. When I saw <laughs> it. Oh, so, what, what happens with Harry Maguire? Because he's been... You know, he's been in the headlines and, and fans have been rinsing him on social media. And, you know, he, he was he was out of the squad again for Manchester United against Aston Villa. What what what, what happens with him? He seems to just be in no man's land at the moment. And the only real person backing him up at the moment is is Gareth Southgate. And, and I don't think it's I don't think it's anything to do with form, really. It's probably just because he's got his favourites. I know all coaches have their favourites, but I, I just cannot fathom how he would get ahead of a guy like Ben White and even Tamori? You'd, you'd, you'd hope that Gareth picks it based on the Premier League form. So, I mean, if he's going to play that back five, which you presume he will do, mm-hmm. Kyrian Trippier has to be one of the first names on that sheet because the form he's been in for Newcastle has been sensational. And then you'd say it'd be either Stones, Stones to join Ben White and Tamori. Yep. There'd be no other way around it. That's... Stones is probably the question, but you'd say that all three of them play in a back three. It makes sense. And then your question mark is, who do you play left left wing back? Do you play Kyle Walker? We know he's done it for City. Do you go safe with Luke Shaw? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's that thing, but you just know going into this tournament, Harry Maguire is going to be one of them three, and you know Eric Dyer is going to be alongside him as well. You just know it is, and for me, that is a worry for England going into this tournament. Yeah, Eric, uh, Eric Dyer. I don't know if you saw his calamitous error against uh, Liverpool, but I mean that that type of mistake it cannot do him any world of good coming into this huge tournament. I mean, he's basically cost an enormous goal, which you know just basically let Mo Salah in, and you know it's, it's basically cost Tottenham the match. I I just can't see even Tottenham's form in the Premier League is starting starting to wane away as well. I mean, what what, what goes on with them? Well, I mean, it's tough because, I mean, England is going to be the same as well with your coach as well in Australia, Arnie. What, he, what is he going yeah. to do? Yeah. Because there's some players in horrific form that you probably would have had if this was in the off-season. But, I mean, the thing is, I think it's actually easy to pick your international squad when they're playing active football. Like, for me, it should be the easiest 20-odd-man team that you pick because they're going to be playing the week before it starts. Exactly. In competitive games. Exposed form, yep. Yeah, so, so, so for, like, Harry Maguire shouldn't even be anywhere near the top 50 players in England at the moment. 
Like, I, I'd imagine I played at the weekend with my son. <laughs> I, I should be higher up on the radar. But, I mean, it's going to be an interesting one, isn't it? It's going to be an interesting one. And, like, Australia are pretty much like the Poms at the moment as well. There's a lot of players that are suspected to go that probably the general public probably wouldn't want to see. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, you know, a, a few little injury niggles as well. We've seen, I mean, Ben Chilwell as well. Was that, did you see Ben Chilwell being an integral part of the three-line squad if he was going to be fit? Yeah, he's one of Southgate's faves, yeah. to be fair. So, yeah. I mean, he would have been... I mean, that left-hand side at the moment is the one that you'd probably say, oh, what, who's playing there? Mm. Who's... I mean, we the, the rumours are that uh, Mark, Mark Gwehi, who uh, plays for Crystal Palace, that he's a shot to go. So, that left side is looking vulnerable. But you, you know that's going to be a right-back because England have got 80 of them. <laughs> they do. They do have a few right, and, and namely now Ben White has put his name up to to potentially go into that position, just given his form with Arsenal in in the right back position. But uh, Pommy, just before we let you go, I wanted to I want to get your thoughts on two teams that may not have been getting headlines, you know, not not from a global. I mean, maybe from a global perspective, but Newcastle United and Crystal Palace. Patrick Vieira seems to be doing a fantastic job with Crystal Palace, and Eddie Howe is just going from strength to strength with Newcastle. The Geordies just getting the job done, are they? And the, 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 they they played in an absolute balmy conditions at Southampton as well. I mean, it never rains in Southampton, <laughs> to be fair, but it did. And Almerion looks sensational. Oh, incredible. I mean, you know he's good when Chris Wood is turning on a sixpence and banging it bottom <laughs> corner. But, but that's, that side is purring. And Eddie Howe, I've said it for a few years now when he was at Bournemouth, I was surprised he got sacked at Bournemouth and no one had come in for him. He is such a progressive manager. He plays a very European style of football. It's entertaining. It'll do well in Europe. And then that, that squad he's built as well, it's genius. He hasn't gone crazy. He probably could go crazy with these stars you've never heard of in Europe. But he has just built that quietly, quietly, done the right thing. It's got a real English core as well, which no press is talking about. Exactly. And he, he's built it traditionally. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, eight English players played this weekend. That is sensational. You don't see that. And he's got the right idea, and he's kept the nucleus of what Newcastle United is about. And it's great to see. It's good football. And you know what? Results, they're probably going to be playing Champions League football next year. Exactly. And and to think that they've got a massive, you know, a, a massive slush fund of, of you know, obviously uh, this oil money that's going to be coming in, this hu- these huge these huge owners that have purchased the club. It's uh, it's it's an ominous warning to, to teams in the PL and teams in Europe that Newcastle is, uh, is definitely on the rise. But... Uh, Pommy and Oz, uh, check out all his channels, Mr. Dan Williams. YouTube to check out all his videos. He's not just doing round ball stuff, but it's all the stuff with AFL Draft too. So keep tabs on that in the coming weeks. We'll uh, we'll be sure to chat to him as uh, as we get, venture closer to the AFL Draft as well. But uh, Pommy, uh, it's been a pleasure doing it with you again on the Overnight Crowd. And uh, much love, my friend. We'll uh, We'll do it all again very soon. Much love. Look forward to it and enjoy your evening, everybody. Thank you very much. There we go. Mr. Dan Williams at Pommy and Oz joining us here on the Overnight Crowd. We'll be back to wrap up the final, uh, the, to wrap up the first hour of the Overnight Crowd right after this. 
It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.